Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday, January the 26th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, my friends, I wish you God's life and God's goodness and uh, and my gratitude. Thank you for joining me today to open up God's Word and, uh, and seeing what God invites us to today within it. Uh, so we've got a long gospel today, 20 verses. That's usually, it's about as long as it gets. A parable that we know very, very well, uh, but one that's in each of the synoptic gospels. And I want to get right to it. However, however, before I do that, I want to say two things. And the first is this. Um, I want to thank my daughter, Bridget. These last, what, three days now, you've been hearing music at the beginning and at the end of the podcast. And that is my daughter, Bridget. She uh, not only composed this original score, she performed it. And I just asked her to do something simple, and she came up with this. And then not only did she do that, she told me how to download it and figure it out and put it on the podcast. So this is a high production event, and I thank Bridget for that. So I hope that just makes it a little more, uh, I don't know, homey, nice to listen to. Not so, you know, just held together by bailing wire, you know, type of a podcast. So anyway, my thanks go out to my daughter. Uh, the other thing I want to say is, is I was pondering this today, and, and I really didn't care for how I said something yesterday. And I want to make sure I say it better, because I don't want to be misunderstood. Uh, and in and, and how I said it yesterday, I think I could be. Talked about the idea of being worthy. Uh, and, uh, and talked, and I even said, you know, talked about, you know, the, the idea that if we don't think we're worthy, that, that's heresy. Here's what I really want to say, and and let me say it better, because that's really kind of poorly said. The truth of the matter is, my friends, none of us, none of us are worthy of God. Uh, And and that's, it's a foregone conclusion. You know, at Mass, every time we say, Lord, I am not worthy that uh, you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul should be healed. Our worthiness is not even in question because there is nothing we can do to present ourselves before God that says, I am worthy of this. The heresy is that we would work toward that worthiness and, uh, and assume that we can work our way toward that and, and arrive at that, that we can present ourselves before God as being worthy of whatever grace and gifts God gives us. Now, again, what I said poorly is let's not um, confuse worthiness and worth. Okay? I want to say that again. Let's not confuse worthiness and worth. We are not worthy. There is nothing you and I can do uh, to, to impress, us, if I can say that word, God, uh, in order for God to give us gifts. Uh, that's that's not how this works. It's all grace. It's all grace, and we are all undeserving. But that doesn't mean we are of little worth. In fact, the exact opposite. The exact opposite. We are of the utmost worth because God created us. We are God's children. We are God's life and, and the apple of his eye, as it were. And uh, And there's nothing better than that. So when I say, you know, that heresy is is... 
we're blocking the spirit if we don't think, oh, Lord, you can't use me because I am of no uh, worth. I am not worthy of this. Well, the truth of the matter is, of course, you're not worthy of that. But that doesn't mean that God cannot use you and you're of little worth. Because if God can use Paul slash Saul of yesterday's podcast, right, in the conversion of Paul, he can use anyone. And, by the way, and, by the way, to Paul's credit, if Paul can hear in the midst of everything that's going on, God's voice in the midst, because Paul had to say yes, Paul had to be open to that encounter, then you and I can too. There is nothing that we carry with us that can block God except us ourselves. And, uh, and that's where I say, brothers and sisters, we cannot go before God with the argument of worthiness because we simply can't. But in humility, we can go before God knowing our worth because of God's grace and God's goodness. Now, I hope I said that better. But if I didn't, um, I, again, my apologies. And uh, I just wanted to make sure I'm, I'm cleaning up my mess from yesterday. So with that, heavens to bid, heaven forbid. I, I was going to say heavens to murgatory and forbid. And it, it kind of went into heavens to bid. And I've never said that before. And let's, let's hope I don't ever say that again. Um, let's read the gospel. It is Mark chapter 4, finished would have finished chapter 3 yesterday had we not skipped to Mark 16. So today, Mark chapter 4, verses 1 to 20. Let's break it open. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark, and I'm going to read this, my friends, out of the uh, translation again called The Message. Jesus went back to teaching by the sea. A crowd built up to such a great size that he had to get into an offshore boat, using the boat as a pulpit as the people pushed to the water's edge. He taught by using stories, many stories. Listen, what do you make of this? A farmer planted seed. As he scattered the seed, some of it fell on the road and birds ate it. Some fell in the gravel. It sprouted quickly, but didn't put down roots, so when the sun came up, it withered just as quickly. Some fell in the weeds. As it came up, it was strangled among the weeds, and nothing came of it. Some fell on good earth and came up with a flourish, producing a harvest exceeding his wildest dreams. Are you listening to this? Really listening? When they were off by themselves... Those who were close to him, along with the twelve, asked about the stories. He told them, You've been given insight into God's kingdom. You know how it works. But to those who can't see it yet, everything comes in stories, creating readiness, nudging them toward receptive insight. These are people whose eyes are open but don't see a thing, whose ears are open but don't understand a word, who avoid making an about-face and getting forgiven. He continued, Do you see how this story works? All my stories work this way. The farmer plants the word. Some people are like the seed that falls on the hardened soil of the road. No sooner do they hear the word than Satan snatches away what has been planted in them. And some are like the seed that lands in the gravel. 
When they first hear the word, they respond with great enthusiasm, but there is such shallow soil of character that when the emotions wear off and some difficulty arises, there is nothing to show for it. The seed cast in the weeds represents the ones who hear the oops. Yep, who hear the kingdom news but are overwhelmed with worries about all the things they have to do and all the things they want to get. The stress strangles what they heard, and nothing comes of it. But the seed planted in the good earth represents those who hear the word, embrace it, and produce a harvest beyond their wildest dreams. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, in this story, I mean, again, you've heard it dozens and dozens of times. We hear it so often we don't even, I mean, it, I, I think I'll even say it fails oftentimes in me. Let me let me speak from my perspective. I can hear a story so many times that I, I hear the beginning, I'm like, okay, I know where this is going and I might shut off. Or I, or I don't really attend to it and listen to it as if for the first time and so it's lost on me. I don't, I don't hear its richness. And I think with something like this, well, with all of them, I suspect, uh, we lose something then when, when I do that. And we could talk about this. And again, you've heard reflections on, on all these things. But here, two things I'll say. Here's the first. It's not a question, my friends. It's not a question at all about which of these soils are we? The question is, which soil are you now? Because the truth is, in any given day, we might be all four of these soils. There may be a time where God is inviting us to some place and something within our day that we are simply blocked off because of whatever reason, and that seed falls on hard path. Maybe we're stressed about something, and we can't even hear about anything. We are so focused. We are so focused on whatever that one thing is. And it doesn't have to be something bad. I just use stress as an example. It could be, you know, whatever it is. It could be good things, but we're so focused that we can't see outside of that small box that we create for ourselves. And our, our hearts are shut down, our ears are shut, our, our mind is shut, and the Word of God can't get to us. There may be times in our day, brothers and sisters, that we accept the Word of God, I mean, and it comes to us momentarily, and we have this epiphany, and we think, oh, praise God, look at this, you know, God is with me, or, or God's inviting me to do this, or, or, I, or this person's, you know, um, name comes to my mind, and I think, oh, i got to send them a letter, that's awesome. But then all of a sudden, I'm drawn to something else. You know, for whatever reason, my, my phone rings because there's a text, you know, or, or, or dings. Or, or I think about what I got to do tonight before I get home. Or, or, you know, whatever chore that I have. Or, or this person I haven't called. Or, you name the list. And that thought is gone. That inspiration to pray for that person or to write them or to reach out to them is gone. It grew quickly, but then it dispersed. Uh, or, you know, we, um, we 
get the, the seed thrown among the weeds. And, and it grows up, but yet things blot it out in the middle of a day. And, and we do well until maybe somebody says, really? You're, you're a person of belief? Or we have to publicly do the sign of the cross in front of our meal in that restaurant and others might see us? Or we have to um, hold account for uh, an action that, that we want to do and, and maybe we don't want that seen or known? Um, and then finally, I, I love this, and, and in the translation that I did, it didn't say this, or finally, maybe we're that seed that's on rich ground and produces, you know, this harvest beyond our wildest imagination. I love that idea. But in the uh, NAB translation, it says 30 or 60 or 100 fold. But, you know, sometimes I compare myself, and these are on my insecure days, and I have them. I'm sure you do too. That maybe my 10 fold or 15 fold harvest, you know, I look over at other people and they have this. 50-fold or 80-fold or 100-fold harvest. And I'm like, ah, oh, what can God do with this 10-fold thing, you know? But again, that's not the point. That's exactly the opposite of the point. Because I'm focused on me. And what God is saying is the more we don't focus on us, the more that harvest can grow within us. So my first point, brothers and sisters, is Less maybe even answering the question of what am I right now? Heck, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if, if we were that seed that is, uh, or that ground that is so hardened that we couldn't open ourselves to it. But I think maybe, maybe what this gospel invites us into is how do we have eyes to see throughout our day which soil we are so we can recognize it? Because I think every one of us want to be that fruitful soil. That soil that accepts the seed that allows it to grow to, to fruition. And I think the more we see those barriers that are put up in the first three soils, the more I think we can say, okay, okay, I want to get rid of that gravel. I want to get rid of that, uh, those weeds. I want to I loosen this ground so that it can accept that. And, and the more we get to know ourselves, the more I think we can open ourselves to that, that seed. So that's point number one, I think, is just paying attention to ourselves and what's going on within us and within our hearts. And the second one is this. Hey, we're not just the soil. We're also the, 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 the seed planter, right? The farmer. Um, and how are we spreading? Maybe, maybe more important than how, where are we spreading? What is, uh, what is our vineyard? What is our field? Where is that in your life? And maybe tomorrow it's something different than it is today. And maybe that's different than it was yesterday. Hey, that's fantastic. Where is God inviting us to plant the seed today? This day, on Wednesday, January the 26th. Where today? And how can I do it? How can I help those be fruitful soil as well? And not judging them because good Lord Almighty, I've, I've been the other three soils plenty of time. So how do I help plant that seed today? Where is my field? Is it my children? Is it my spouse? Is it my friends? Is it in myself today? I, I, I swear I got to focus today. Is it my neighbor? 
Is it my in-law? I mean, it doesn't have to be a dozen people. Is it one person? And maybe God's putting that person on our heart today. Where today is that, that field we can plant? Hey, it's a feast day today, and, and good Lord Almighty. I mean, we are celebrating more feasts than we know what to do with, you know. We had, uh, we had on January the 24th, that was Francis de Sales, right? And then yesterday, conversion of Paul. Today we have Saints Timothy and Titus. Tomorrow we get to breathe, you know, just normal day. And then uh, Friday we're doing St. Thomas Aquinas. It's like, man, there's some heavy hitters. Let me simply say this about Timothy and Titus. They were two companions of Paul. They were two incredibly good friends. Um, both were committed to the faith. Both went on mission with Paul, uh, particularly Titus. Um, but they were both people that Paul called upon. So Paul would establish, as I mentioned yesterday, these churches along the Mediterranean seaboard, you know, in Corinth and, and Philippi and Galatia and, and Ephesus, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and when things went wrong, because, you know, he would be at Ephesus, let's say, for a month or three months, and then he would go on to Corinth and spend, you know, equal amount of time there. Well, then things went south in, in Ephesus because people followed after Paul that tried to undermine all his work. And so he would send a letter to Timothy and say, Timothy, you got to get over there to Ephesus and I need you. And then he'd send a letter to Titus, Titus, you got to get to Corinth because, man, they're falling apart there. And so these were literal on the ground. They were not only... Uh, companions with him on the journey, with which they were, they were people that cleaned up the messes that other people tried to to uh, leave, you know, in his wake and and create in his wake. Um, and you know, even to the point where, uh, when Paul was imprisoned in in Rome, uh, Timothy was with him, and stayed with him, in the midst of his trial. Um, these were two uh, of the most passionate, and um, in Timothy's case, timid, uh, but that didn't stop him from doing it, uh, but friendly uh, and loyal uh, people that stayed with Paul. So as yesterday we celebrate Paul, today we celebrate those people who worked alongside Paul, who again, because of their efforts, uh, you and I stand here today, kind of the forgotten ones behind the scenes. So we honor them. So in honor of uh, Timothy and Titus, let's pray. We continue through, my friends, the uh, gospel, or excuse me, the uh, luminous mysteries today. And we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third luminous mystery, the proclamation of the gospel. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Saints Timothy and Titus, planter of many seeds, pray for us. My friends, have a wonderful Wednesday. Bless you, bless those in your midst, but bless those in your field today. And uh, may God's peace.